is the Lifted Life Podcast. We created this show to help you live a lifted life. Welcome to episode 89, The Uncommon Ways We Power Up. Ways? <laughs> Maybe not with an S. <laughs> I'm kidding. I had an uncommon way written down, and I really like to throw you for a loop right when we start recording. What are you talking about? Okay. Well, the main way, the one in my notes for today's episode is all about this one notion. Like I said, it's written down right here in my notes. Mm -hmm. It says, rather than attempts to change matter with matter, we've learned from Dr. Joe Dispenza, it's much easier and more enjoyable to change matter with energy. So most of today's show is going to be talking about that concept. Um, I am definitely someone who gets stuck in a loop of trying to change matter with matter, which basically means just working hard, taking action, do, 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 do. And when you shift away from that model and you try or allow yourself to change matter with energy, um, it's not at all about doing. It's a definite different way of being. And I've been experiencing more and more benefits as I commit to this way of being. It's a lot less about doing something. It's more about what you're not doing. You're not moving. You're not talking. You're not distracted. You're tapping in to the non-physical realm. Some people call it meditation. (laughs) I think what's interesting is um, you first said... uh, that um, you can you can physically you can do it with physically you can physically change things and that works but there's an easier way it or, works eventually sometimes if you're not totally tired and exhausted and frustrated because you've been trying so so hard well I mean according to Dr. Joe or some stuff he talks about is it takes time so when you're in the physical realm and you try to change something physically it takes time Mm -hmm. in the spiritual realm the meditation realm time is irrelevant yeah the quantum he sometimes calls it he uses quantum yeah uh the energetic field so i feel like this is probably way way out there for some people yeah and for other people they're like yeah totally duh psych you tricked me i know meditation super powerful we've been talking about it on this show forever We have various episodes, first ones on meditation. Then like several months later, we did revisiting meditation. Mm -hmm. And the truth is we could probably do a a show on meditation every few months because our practice continually evolves. Our experiences continually change. And I've said it before, but I'll say it again. This podcast really is a reflection of what's going on in, in our lives. We continually are pushing the limits of our own growth and We discuss it all week long, and I feel like this podcast is a great way for you to pull up a cup of something delicious and sit around the table with us as we explore some of these concepts. These are the things we talk about all week long, and so uh, we want to bring you in on that discussion. And for us, um, we've had a lot of talk this week about meditation for a couple of reasons, which I hope we'll get into today. Yeah, I think a hot topic for me was... Um, I think I, we were discussing this morning, I think I've been meditating actively for three years. I don't, it, it's kind of irrelevant, this whole thing of time, but I think for three years I've been pretty 
active in my meditation and trying to meditate as much as possible. Like nearly daily, which is probably a thousand days Mm -hmm. if you do math real good. (laughs) (laughs) And something that keeps coming up is, well, first of all, there's a stigmatism towards it and people treat it like a religion. Is stigma, stigma is what people usually say. Stigmatism, is that the long word for stigma? Like stigma is the short or did you just use the really wrong word? I probably use the wrong word, but that's how I'm going to use it today. <laughs> um, we've talked about it in other episodes, but first, when you say meditate, meditation is someone that's never meditated. It's always the om and then the, um, they start talking about monks and mountains and all this crazy <laughs> stuff that mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm sure the monks and mountains did that. But I've never been a monk on a mountain. Um, Me neither. I don't even want to be a monk on a mountain. And I had practiced TM initially. And someone somewhere had made a comment that that is the only meditation or the only one that works. And what I got from that was that's the only one that's worked for you. Because it's so unique to everyone. But a lot of people do love that form. Yeah. I think it's a really great form. But I've always been about that game of... Um, really glad that works for you. Mm-hmm. Here's what works for me, or here's what I prefer. And the person made the comment that may, well, it's kind that of may not be what they meant, but I've seen it a lot with yeah. all sorts of meditations. Like uh, when I first started meditating, people, would, if it came up in a conversation, they say, well, what do you do? Like, which one do you do? And, and then I, there's that weird thing where if you I do, do a, this one, a guided meditation, like, well, that's, that's not real meditation. That's, that's real. something else. Yeah. And, so, and what's happening inside you is is what meditation is, right. not and the benefit you're getting from it, not the the label that you give it. Yeah, there's right? yes, I agree. But also, I think that that person could be absolutely right as long as they're speaking about themselves. And I know that a lot of people will say, well, they have the most research and science yeah. behind it, which is maybe true because they've had they've hired enough of that. But that's only beneficial for people that need the science behind it. Yeah. To do it. Yeah. Right. Well, I've been my own science experiment this week. Mm-hmm. No, this month. month. Um, I didn't feel super comfortable saying oh, I've completely healed my migraines because it's been such a lifelong battle, so to speak, a lifelong pursuit. I prefer that wording better. Um, but I have tried so many things for my migraines. You guys have probably heard me talking about the various things I've tried, obviously a variety of supplements, um, testing different lab things. It typically coincided with, um, my hormonal cycle really briefly. I'll just share that if you're a man, you're on a 24 hour cycle. And if you're a woman, you're on a 28 day cycle. So, um, somewhere in between there, you have a cycle. And for women, that 28-day cycle really reflected a lot of when my migraines would happen. And now I've been meditating for something like close to 20 days in a streak. Um, And the typical problem zone of my hormonal cycle um, has come and gone without a single headache or migraine. And the thing that I changed was a daily meditation practice. And if I had even close to a headache, I would meditate twice a day. And... um, It's just kind of wild to even share with you here because, like I said, you can go back and hear me talking about meditation and I've experienced the benefits of it, but I've never been so committed to it as I was recently when I realized that I would take like a couple naproxens or several ibuprofen and it wouldn't do anything to relieve the headed pain. And I would be like, oh, heck, so I'm going to go meditate. And I would go meditate and it would work. And so I realized, okay, I'm using this like a pain reliever. What if I used it more like a preventative? Mm. 
And I swear to you, the hardest thing in the whole wide world is slowing down for me. That's just hard for me. I love to be busy. I, I despise being bored. And so it's really required reshaping the way I look at that time spent still doing nothing, connecting to the infinite intelligence that is within me and all around me. And, and everyone else too. Oh, and you too, girl yeah. and boy. <laughs> so yeah, um, I just wanted to share about this because it's been so amazing, but it's not just like lay there, be quiet for 20 minutes. I had very thorough guidance from the book Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I've shared about that book here, there, and everywhere. I'm going to keep sharing about it. So many people that I know and love have bought it and sent me pictures or told me about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just sit here and wait for Dr. Joe Dispenza to send me that <laughs> cutback check. Just kidding. He owes me nothing. I owe him so much appreciation because what I've learned from him has been so helpful and life-changing. So one of the practices that I've put into place when I was meditating was envisioning uh, a very easy cycle, pain-free, not just pain-free, but actually um, truly embodying what I wanted to feel ahead of time and then experiencing gratitude for it. Mm. If you want more details, obviously read the book. I'm not going to share everything here, but so much so that I created the experience in my body ahead of time. And then when the, that time in my cycle came when I would normally experience the headaches, the, the head pain, um, and I didn't, I was actually not even surprised because I had already lived the experience in my meditation. I had already expressed the gratitude for it um, that I kept saying to you, I, I should be surprised. I should feel even more grateful than I am. But I, instead, I just feel this level-headed, um, yeah. I already knew that. So I think that the reason it did, the reason you had such good results is because when you were meditating like that, you made a belief out of it. Mm -hmm. And when it happened, you weren't surprised because you believed it was going to happen. So like, I, I'm not surprised the sun comes up every day because I believe the sun's going to come up. So in the morning when I see it, I'm like, oh, why did you come out of the sky? Yeah. It's fascinating yeah. though. And I know that the main topic of today is the uncommon way we power up. Mm. And I just, I couldn't share about that aspect that, yeah, I power up and stay positive and stay lifted because of my practice to connecting to the divine uh, without sharing that hurdle that I overcame. And so in that note, I think that some people, if they're like, yeah, I love to power up except for I'm really freaking anxious or I'm really depressed. Mm. Who cares about powering up? I just want to get to to level, like to, to even, not up, just a little up. Well, and well so, speaking of, of levels, what was interesting was um, as you're having this breakthrough and you're sharing with me daily about, you know, this happened, this happened, I was doing this, it kind of made me look at my own practice and realize that I had normalized some stuff that I was just kind of doing a routine. Like mm -hmm. in my meditations, I was doing the same thing over and over and over. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember like those breakthroughs and those things and it made me approach it a different way. And I think that's why I think we call it uncommon is because there's nothing common about it. I mean, it's always changes, always evolving with you because it is yeah. you. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I think that, so what I was saying as far as the power up, if for some reason you're struggling with a hurdle, like mine was headaches, so they were debilitating and very frustrating. Um, in fact, even as I say they were frustrating, I actually felt myself go back into the mind and body of who I was when I was experiencing them. And what I feel like I've created a new mind and a new body based on my inner world. 
So several things on that note. One, that I've changed the way I look at meditation. I no longer look at it as a sacrifice. Instead, I see it as a privilege to connect to my divinity, to connect to source, God, or love. It is the greatest privilege to be able to stop everything and say, hold up a minute. Mm-hmm. I got to go check in. And doing that recalibrates my genetic expression. It recalibrates who I really am versus who I was showing up as in this default mode. So if you're struggling with something, mine was headaches. Yes, a few years back, it would have been anxiety that I would take to this space for healing, for change. Whatever it is for you, you can experience these breakthroughs with the meditation as well, with this um, this way that we're discussing. And then beyond that, you know, to get your energy, to stay positive, to remember who you are and beyond, you can power up too. You can use it. You're kind of unplugging and, but actually plugging into something else. So, um, that was something else I wanted to share is that you can bring any struggle, a health issue, or even a relationship struggle, anything that you want to create a new result, you bring that. And like I said, there are so many different strategies in that book, Becoming Supernatural. A lot of friends have went with the audio version um, and then said maybe that's a little tricky because it's just so much information so fast, so you're going to be pausing it a lot, but that's okay. Um, But yeah, it's been really almost miraculous for me to create the results that I have I still have a continuing practice to uphold. I have to continue to uh, experience what I want in that inner world so I can pave the way. I know that if I just stopped right now, it would probably be pretty easy to fall back into that old habit and old pattern. But as long as I'm continuing that practice, so for me, it's about 15 to 30 minutes um, a day of laying down. I either use your meditation mask Mm. that you have or just put a t-shirt over my eyes uh, you know, tell everyone, Hey, this is my meditation time. They know that's pretty sacred. So, you know, you only come to me in the absolute emergency. And, um, for me doing this daily has actually allowed me this other really cool perk that I wanted to share, which is that at other points in my day, when I start to feel stressed, frustrated, disappointed, any of these emotions that could have been triggers for me in my headache world, which was a big aha too, discovering those, um, I can actually plug in momentarily maybe 10 or 20 seconds to that feeling that I called up so strongly in my deeper meditation. And I don't have to lay down. I don't have to close my eyes necessarily. I can truly just remember, recall, bring up, allow, and experience a little mini power up um, because of that other more regular commitment. So I just wanted to share that too in case you were thinking, yeah, that may help during this one time, but what about the rest of the day or, or whatever? You have something else you want to say about that? Mm-hmm. We've talked about um, trying to put words to things that happen in meditation. And mm-hmm. and you're describing um, going back to this feeling and this time. And I've also experienced that, that that's very beneficial. Um, but I can't really put a word to it because it's more of a feeling. And I, I'm just thinking about people hearing this for the first time and thinking like, this, this is weird. <laughs> this is like, you're talking about a moment in time. And then, you know, I can think about a time that something good happened, but it's like, it's not the words, it's how you felt then. And it's very easy to go back and feel that feeling again. Yeah. That frequency, that energy, that yeah, whatever. Well, there's other, there's so many label. other things from the book that he talks about, um, 
what does he call them? He doesn't call them chakras. Energy centers. Energy centers that are these measurable energy centers of the body that they can measure with different high techno devices of mm. how expansive it can become. And so for me, that's been a really beneficial practice. He has another really great breathing meditation in his book that I've continued to play around with. Um, I mean, I feel like there's just so much goodness in that book that um, it's not just about, oh, you need to meditate. I think that if you close your eyes and have no guidance, little to no guidance, you might end up getting frustrated. But I feel like he really shares some really good stuff in that book. So. Um, if it's okay with you, I'll take a quick break for our sponsor sure. and then we can get back to the uncommon way that we power up. Um, remind me when I get back to it, I want to share the difference from what I've heard of the difference between prayer and meditation. Ooh. So this week's, uh, sponsor is feedback, not a review. And I wanted to share a little bit about that fun little game we play, which is that Amazon has two places that you can leave your experience, right? Your, and share your experience with the order that you got from Amazon. As we've shared before, you can buy directly from our website, liftednaturals.com, or click over to Amazon if you're a Prime member and you like that. Um, Two-day shipping. Who doesn't? Some people. Um, anyway, so they have two places you can leave your experience. One is called feedback and another is called a review. Uh, the feedback is kind of behind the scenes. A lot of people will write really nice reviews, but it's actually behind the scenes for feedback, which feedback is typically supposed to be the shipment experience. And so we recently got really good feedback, which was actually a review. And I just want to share it because we get a lot mm. of those and it's a little bit sad because they don't get seen. Cause we only see them, right? We only see them. It doesn't, uh, it, then we get other things over on our reviews. We recently got a one-star review and the guy said, excellent product. Uh, the shipping is just delayed. So that should have been feedback. Oh my gosh. It? And it broke my heart because it took our star rating down. I said, buddy, you, that's not the right place. Oh my gosh. There's times like that where if you want to see the human side of me, that's not fully woke or enlightened. That's when <laughs> you can see it. Anyway, today's review is actually feedback and it's for mood boosting probiotic our top selling probiotic with the most strains and species designed to help with mood and digestion and they said this product has been a godsend i have ibs and it has helped me get back to normal i am so grateful for the help i've received from this wonderful product so love hearing that we appreciate the time it took to write that feedback if you're listening and that was you make sure you go ahead and copy and paste that over as a review so more people can find us, see that experience, and perhaps give us a shot. We know a lot of you give us a chance because you do read those reviews and you're like, oh, heck, that's me. All those things they listed out, I've got those problems too. Um, and it is my greatest hope that if you combine our life-changing products with our life-changing tips over here on the Lifted Life podcast, you will live a lifted life in a way you never knew possible. So... Many thanks to that customer for supporting our small family business. Back to the show. I want to hear about this prayer versus meditation. Do you know what it is? What I'm going to say? No, I have no idea. Oh my, this is exciting. <laughs> Waiting the whole time for that review to hear this. Okay, so first of all, before I tell you that, because I like to draw things out, you do this to me. He does it to me. He knows I'm a little hard to get, like it's a little hard to capture my attention. So if he's got something juicy, he'll tell me a little bit and say, oh, I got to do this first. I'll be back. I can't mm -hmm. tell you. And then he knows it just drives me crazy. So I like to do it back to him a little bit. It's it's all fair and love. And well, I was also going to bring up that we're obviously sharing our personal um, 
relationship with meditation and the things that work for us. Commonly, or I, I feel like it's very common that people feel like they have to do what we're doing and, or it's not meditation. And that's why I was saying a little earlier in the show, um, there really isn't a wrong way. And when I first started meditating, um, that's what my instructor said. Uh, there is a wrong way. Um, and I, I couldn't accept that. I'm like, no, there's a way you said you do it this way and this way. And it's not doing what you said. And then that whole approach is what made it so hard for me. Cause I was like, no, I'm going to will this into, but into don't you being. think a wrong way might be to lay there and list out everything you could be worried about or afraid of? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe that's a wrong way, but, but, um, we've, you've talked about Dr. Joe's meditation. I, I currently do prime light by Jesse Elder. Um, but I've also done TM and I'm sure there's, well, I know there's millions of other meditations and I, I, I'm just sharing the experiences that I've had. That's all of it. That's all I know. Yeah, of course. I think um, that that's a continuing message on our podcast yeah. is never, here's the right way. Here's the one yeah. way it's, here's what's working for us. Maybe yeah. it could work for you. We hope it helps. And if you can relate to it and like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I see, I see that. Then of course buy Dr. Joe's book or anything or that doesn't really resonate course or who, whatever. Take yeah. it yeah. or leave it. Yep. Okay, so one thing I was laughing about, though, is I ended up taking my aligners out. And I, I, you totally lost your train of thought when I took them out. I was like, I oh, my know. gosh, she's not going to be able to do. I said, I'm going to do it with the men because I prefer, I'm supposed to wear them 22 hours a day. I take them out to eat. I do love to eat. So I might be eating more than two hours. I don't even know. Well, you didn't give me a heads up on the corner of my eye. I see someone taking <laughs> their face apart. And I'm like, what is going I was on? Like, oh, my gosh, she's not going to be able to keep his train of thought through this process. I just feel a little better, a little smoother. It's the least I can do for you guys to take them out. That's the nice thing is they're temporary. If you missed last week's show, I was talking about how I got some clear liners. Um, every time I was making videos for y'all, I, all I would see is my crooked bottom teeth. And it, that's totally just an awareness thing. And once I put my attention on it, that's all I noticed. And I was like, I'm going to fix this. So anyway, it's been really uncomfortable and painful. So I don't recommend it unless you are totally and utterly committed to changing your smile a little bit. So. Back to prayer versus meditation. I've once heard, this is just someone's opinion, so chill down if you don't think this is right, but it sounds good to me. Prayer is talking to God and meditation is listening. Mm. Ooh, Ooh. Preach it. So if you lay there and you are just talking and talking and talking and sharing and being grateful and asking for help and all those things, that might be more of a prayer. And I think that the essence of meditation, of receiving or allowing or surrendering and listening, um, one thing that Dr. Joe talks about in his book and in his workshops and all these other things I've been in is to when you are slowing the body down, trying to go from beta to alpha, it's tricky because you'd think it'd be alpha then beta, but actually beta is the busy. It's the day-to-day brainwave and that you're slowing down into alpha, um, to kind of recite this, no place, no time, no thing, no one, nowhere, because mm-hmm. you're detaching from your physical self and realigning with your your spirit, your energetic side, however you want to put it. And so um, that moment of allowing and receiving may be the shift you are going to try to experience if you say, oh, I've, I've been praying my whole life, but I've never really felt comfortable meditating um, and there's some people that there's, you want to talk about the weird theories of like dark energy creeping in, or maybe even satanic things if you allow and release, but I'm just going to say that's not a very lifted life thing to say, but I'm just going to point out that I think our true essence is joy and love. And it's, um, reminds me of the Rumi quote, 
our job is not to seek for love, but to remove all the barriers we've built against it Mm -hmm. because we are at our core love. Now that Rumi quote was probably not an exact, it was just from memory. So if you can undo, I know that went a lot fast. No, I didn't go fast. I'm still baffled about this meditation and letting evil in like that. Yeah, I've never heard that. Yes, you have. We've talked about that. Well, I've pushed it out of my awareness and forgot completely about it. Like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, some people believe that. Yeah, I know. I'm not, it's not a judgmental. It sounds very judgmental. It's not a judgmental statement. I call him a lot on judgment, by the way. He's like, what? That's not judgmental. I'm like, yes, it is. It's just a statement that I believe. That's, yeah. So anyway, I could see where that judgment or that thought process might um, impede someone's ability to relax and release. But for me, what, I, what it goes well with my belief that our true essence is love. And so when mm-hmm. we let go of all the thoughts of the mind, which are more of where that darkness comes from, mm-hmm. the mind, um, is to release that and instead go back to our core essence of love and truth um, that only good things can happen to me when I unwind from the, the mind story. And if you've experienced depression or anxiety, you know how threatening that mind story can be so to release yourself from that and see at your core that i am not my thoughts i am the thinker of my thoughts to connect with that part of you is really beautiful and to do that on a daily basis i prefer to do it around somewhere between 11 and and 2 mm-hmm. 11 a.m to 2 maybe 3 um, that middle part of the day really helps me to show up in, as my best self so the reason that i thought that was a ridiculous statement is because i believe <laughs> that internally um we Sorry. Our basis is love and light. And darkness is the absence of light. Mm-hmm. And the reason there's an absence absence is because you pinch it off or close it or focus mm-hmm. on something else. So when you go within, you're releasing the pinching. The pinching. Yes, that's beautiful. So that's why I think it's ridiculous. But okay. I could see if you didn't believe that, then maybe. Right. You you believe that the outside's seeping in and making you Ooh. Yeah. We believe in an inside out right. life. So, and that really has been made all the difference for us because then guess who's driving the bus? Nobody but me. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful thing. All right. This was kind of almost a mega episode. It's, pretty, it's a longer one. <laughs> uh, if you enjoyed the show, make sure to click over and leave a rating and review. We need to create a video on how to do that because a lot of people say that's hard. I don't know how to do that. That making a video on how to leave a review would be a very Mr. Lifted thing, right? Sounds like it sounds like you need to get out that to do this. Make my make it on my list for next week. Yeah. So we would really appreciate those. They help us a ton. When I go to check out other podcasts, I see myself looking to see, well, how many rating reviews? Mm -hmm. Like if it has a ton, then you know, it's been around. It's a pretty good show. Oh, heck. I hope people don't do that for us because we don't have very many. We haven't really been pushing it. Um, They would really help us to get the word out about the show. And of course, sharing with a friend, taking a screenshot, posting it to your stories. All of these are ways that help get the word out about the Lifted Life podcast so that we can keep showing up here every week, providing you with some positivity. So the uncommon way we power up is to power in to the energy because we are more energy than matter anyway. And when you connect to that, amazing things can happen. So we hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week on the Lift Your Life podcast.